You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The midterm budget policy statement 2019-2020 has been delivered by Tito Mbaweni. And if you hadn't known any of the details, if you hadn't followed it while it was being delivered and you'd been away for a couple of hours from your screen and you suddenly came back and saw the rand, you would have had a good idea of what had happened because it went from the 1460s against the US dollar to the 1490s. With the details now is Nazmira Muller, who is the joint MD of Investec Asset Management South Africa, speaking to us from Cape Town. I saw words like shock budget on one of the websites. What do you think, Nazmira, your general feeling, the general mood? The numbers are pretty awful, Lindsay. The budget, what they've essentially done is they've taken a weaker growth outlook, a weaker tax buoyancy rate, coupled with the increased spending for Eskom, and um, fed that into the budget models. And as a result, you go from having a consolidated deficit um, in two years' time of 4.3%, which is what they were forecasting in February, to 6.5% currently. So it's a pretty large increase. It's a massive increase. Treasury is now forecasting the economy will only grow at 0.5% in 2019, one-third of the rate expected during February's main budget address. Let's start with growth. And again, a dire picture, and maybe even worse than even the 0.5% Mr Umbaweni has forecasted. 0.5 seems plausible. We had a reasonable bounce back in the second quarter after that horrible contraction in the first quarter. And it does feel like the growth outlook this year, 0.5 seems reasonable. So I don't think it's going to be worse than that, but it's nowhere near the levels necessary to create jobs in South Africa, to get growth going and to begin to solve the pressures on the budget. Revenue is now expected, it says here, to be down 53 billion or 4% on the 1.37 trillion projected in the main budget. Not entirely unexpected, but when you see it in black and white, not great. No, it's not great. A lot of that is just weaker personal income tax growth. About half of it's from weaker personal tax collections, but we're also seeing corporate income taxes behind expectations and then VAT disappointing, partially because of weaker spending, but mainly because VAC refunds have run well ahead of expectations because there's been this huge backlog that Tom Mioni was effectively hiding under the floorboards. On the other side, of course, we have government spending expected to end the fiscal year 23 billion rand above February's budgeted number. Is all that to do with Eskom or is there other other issues as well? It's mainly Eskom. What we've seen is that there have been increased transfers to a few state enterprises, but the, the quantities are much smaller to SAA or SABC than they have been to Eskom. Eskom is the big problem. If we exclude Eskom from the numbers, expenditure is actually going to be lower than was forecast in February. So it's all about solving the Eskom problem. SA's budget deficit is now projected at 5.9% of GDP. Is this sustainable or is this starting to become a really big problem? What is worse is not the 5.9% that's forecast for this year. It's the 6.2% and the 6.5% in the coming years. So it gets even worse. And as a result of that, you end up with debt-to-GDP numbers north of 70%. That is not sustainable. The main reason it's not sustainable is the proportion of total spending currently going towards interest is just over 12%, and it's projected to rise to almost 15% in three years' time. That means 15 rands on every 100 rands the government spends will be used to pay the interest bill. That is not sustainable and will continue to get worse unless they rein in expenditure and start borrowing less in the next year.
But they might have to borrow more in order to fund the Eskom debt, which is projected to be 500 billion within a few months. Did he say anything about Eskom and its burgeoning debt? The main point around Eskom was that they're not going to provide debt relief for Eskom without a sound operational and management plan for that entity, and that has yet to be produced. I suppose some of the more popular newspapers and websites will target something he said about public servants. And this is one point that I picked up here. There are now 29,000 public servants earning a million rand or more a year after adjusting for inflation. And that's double the number of 12 years ago. Now, they're capping the premiers and MECs and cabinet members' salaries. They're they're going to be frozen. But 29,000 is a lot more than the people I've just spoken about. It's quite extraordinary. It is quite extraordinary. I think you need to bear in mind that some of those people are doctors or even lawyers who could get private sector jobs at commensurate rates. So we, we need to bear that in mind when we start looking at the numbers. But the biggest increase we've seen in the public sector is the massive real wage increase that's taken place since 2006. If you actually look at the medium-term budget policy statement, they actually break it down into what's caused the increase in the wage bill. And there's been as much from real wage adjustments as there's been from wage adjustments and way more than than has come from job creation. And that goes back to the fact that you've seen big increases at the middle end of the the public um, sector workforce in terms of wage increases. And we haven't seen any real increase in productivity. And that's the problem. We're paying people a whole lot more and they're not delivering much more. And we need to resolve that. Well, that's been the case for a decade or more. Tito Buweni is targeting a balanced budget, excluding injections into Eskom, it says here, by 2023 by saving 50 billion a year. Realistic or just a pipe dream? It's possible to do, but the only way to do it is to deal with the wage bill. It's a pipe dream if they don't deal with the wage bill. Any good news in this midterm budget policy statement, Nazmira? I think they're being reasonably conservative with the revenue numbers. They've lowered the growth forecasts. They've got plausible tax buoyancy numbers. But the best thing you can take out of this medium-term budget policy statement is it sets the room for them to make some hard decisions on spending cuts. If they don't make those decisions, the budget is not sustainable. Nazmira, on that sobering note, thank you very much. That's Nazmira Muller, who is the Deputy MD at Investec Asset Management South Africa. That podcast was proudly brought to you in association with sharenet.co.za. Visit strictlybusinesspodcast.com and subscribe to receive exclusive content straight to your inbox.